0: Welcome to Developing Leadership the Genuine Contact Way, where we're focused on nourishing a culture of leadership by applying timeless principles of life to the art of leadership. In each episode, we're exploring one key principle. We're sharing our wisdom and insights and inviting you to consider your own experiences in life and business so far, and how you want to further your leadership development with this theme. Our theme this week is all about cleansing. I'm Rachel Bolton, and I'm here with Birgit Williams, and we want to welcome you into this topic. We're welcoming you in today with a bit of a warning to start, uh, which is maybe not normal if you're an avid listener of these episodes, but we want to start today with a warning because in organizations, to think about what needs to be cleansed can be a challenging subject, and it can be so
1: easily misinterpreted. I think it's helpful, Rachel, to think of cleansing as in something that gets reduced. Um, And it is about system uh, topics. It is not about people. It's not about, oh, well, we'll just cleanse ourselves of this person or that person. Um, That's where the warning comes in. It is about um, creating the systems and the conditions for everyone to be their best Uh, that's uh, some of what leadership is about and so when we talk about cleanse we are talking about what is it that needs to be cleansed from the system cleansed um, from the conditions that people are uh, working within
0: I think it's great to think about it from this like systems and processes perspective and as you were talking I was thinking about that sense of like we do it this way because we've always done it this way. And that might be one of the things that uh, can be into the awareness of cleansing. So it becomes something that's um, really about freeing to be able to do things in the best possible ways going forward. We want to offer you a starting point in your thinking about this. And that is uh, maybe a new thought or maybe a reminder that cleansing is needed both individually and in organizations for the purpose of allowing the individual or the organization to operate as it was originally intended. Cleansing is needed to remove contaminants, whatever is getting in the way of the original intention or of the original life force.
1: I like that you talk about that original life force, Rachel, at the start of any organization or any team, that feeling of that life force is nice and strong. It's exciting. People, if they get hired, you know, to be part of that, they get, they're so excited, like, guess where I'm gonna be working and so on. Or guess what organization I'm gonna get to sit on the board of directors on or be a part of in some other way. And so the life force, it feels strong. The attractor energy, is strong to want to participate, to offer the best that can be offered. And then there's some contaminants that start to take hold, uh, barriers, Uh, something goes on. Uh, Often it is to do with maybe too many policies, too many restrictions, Uh, building one restriction on top of another, instead of looking back and thinking, do we even need all of these? Something starts to contaminate that energy field, that life force field of when the organization uh, is poised to be its best, when the people are poised to be their best. So it is worth grasping that at the starting point, we want to uncover again that great vitality, that life force that is present and is present in all of the people involved.
0: One of the things I think as I was listening to you talk that... Um... important to remember as we're approaching this topic of cleansing too is that as those policies or restrictions or processes or systems were put into place they were probably in your organization always put into place from the perspective of believing something is needed and and doing it in a way that was meant to foster something better and maybe it didn't have the desired outcomes but it's still the way that we keep doing those things, or maybe it had the desired outcomes at those times, but as the organization has grown and matured, those same processes or restrictions might no longer be serving the organization where it's at. So it's a great opportunity to also be reflecting on growth as you are moving forward and not getting caught up in I can see the the danger of getting caught up in looking at things of like why did we do that or look at the harm it's caused or or judging in some way so this starting point is also coming with a caution about this isn't judging what is no longer working it is recognizing that you are um, arriving at a place where those things just simply are no longer serving So with all of those starting points in your awareness, we want to invite you to some considerations for yourself in your leadership of yourself in your leadership of your life as we use this as a starting point before we look into the organization. How willing are you to cleanse what is no longer working for you personally? What's no longer serving you to lead the life you want to have? If you have barriers or contaminants as we've been calling them in your life that are no longer serving you, it's not possible for you to engage in your peak performance. In looking at the organization then, how willing are you to cleanse what is no longer working for your organization? What is no longer in alignment with reaching the desired outcomes? Note that this is also including yourself and your actions as a leader too. If you have barriers or contaminants in your organization that are no longer working, it's not possible for your organization to operate at peak performance anymore, any more than it is
1: for you as an individual. Rachel, I listened to you saying what sounded like very simple words. And yet what you're asking uh, people to do is to look at their will and to examine their will to engage in cleansing in personal life and regarding organizations. And that is, it feels and sounds so enormous. Um, It sounded so innocent when you spoke it. And as I was listening, I was thinking, whoa, that's big. Do do I have the will? And it is paradoxical. It's easy for people uh, to complain about what's not working. It's easy. I think it's 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 common for for people to get together and talk about what's not working. But you are ever so gently asking them, asking whoever the is listening, do you personally have the will to cleanse what's not working in your own life? Do you personally have that will to cleanse what's not working in the organization? And then you add it, including your own way that you show up in the organization, what needs to be cleansed. So you really clearly are asking the, I think, such an important, important question, is, which is really is the will there? And the the subtitle to that is, or are you willing to go on with contaminants that don't work for you at this point in time? Are you willing to be less than your best? That's really what you're asking here as people are sorting out, do I really have the will to step forward in these actions of cleanse?
0: I think implied in that will too, is the, you know, I can say, yes, I have this willingness today, but It's also this implied commitment of and I'm going to keep having this will as I begin into the changes that will be required. In this case, uh, the will for the the change of cleansing things that are no longer serving so it's a a willingness of today and also a willingness to stay steady as the work of cleansing continues. And we want to give you as you're considering that will. Maybe you have gotten to the point of saying like, yes, I can be willing to do this, but I know that I would like to know what does that really mean before I decide that I have the will. So we want to give you some steps for growing your skillfulness with cleanse so that you are able to say, yes, I do indeed have the will and I can see how I can continue and sustain my will through the work of cleansing. So a couple of steps of some actions to get yourself started in this. The first one is to take some time out to have a meeting with yourself. And we're going to invite you to be playful and imaginative in this by setting up two chairs facing one another and sitting in one of them. Use your imagination and imagine someone is sitting in the other chair and you are invited now to tell that imaginary person what you believe to be true about what needs to be cleansed in you as a person. What are those things that you feel inside of you in your thoughts, in your actions, uh, in your beliefs that are no longer serving you that you feel need to be cleansed at this time? Step two, is to reflect about what you have said, how you feel about what you've said. And that feeling piece is interesting because sometimes when I do an activity like this, some of my feeling is that I'm surprised by the things that have come out of my mouth. So what have you said? How are you feeling about what you've said it? And then to choose no more than three of those things, three of those contaminants that you're willing to take on right now and write down a commitment to yourself to act on them. Step three is to act on your commitment to yourself. And remember that it takes about a month of daily attention to strengthen a new habit sufficiently for it to become sustainable. We're going to ask you to celebrate your accomplishments along the way, really paying attention to all of the little shifts as you are cleansing these Uh, thoughts or beliefs or actions that are no longer serving you and step four, working with yourself as an individual is to keep continuing that cleansing process when you feel like you have stabilized with something that has been let go to then repeat this process to check in with yourself in one of those interviews uh, sitting in those two chairs with that imaginary person to do some reflecting, to feel, note what you're feeling about those things and to take on two or three more things that you're willing to take on now. And this can be a lifelong practice. Uh, It's it's not like we achieve a place of like, okay, everything is cleansed because along the way, of course, we're picking up new habits and new processes and new beliefs in our own lives. So this can be something that is intentionally revisited uh, for a very long time.
1: I think that you've kept this quite simple, Rachel, um, the um, activity of sitting and and talking with yourself and the other, like, or the imaginary person in the other chair, but then to take on something that doesn't feel overwhelming by taking on only two or three of these items at a time. It's important not to enter that zone of feeling overwhelmed, please don't do that to yourselves. You don't want to overwhelm yourself. I like that you have said, Rachel, this could be a habit for a lifetime. That's a great way to tackle this, just to say, this is one of my monthly uh, practices that I will do, paying attention, growing my awareness about the fact that to be my best, I'm gonna stay aware of what needs to be cleansed, that might've worked once upon a time, but is no longer serving me. I wanna go back to something you said several minutes ago, Rachel, which is the absolute importance of this is a no judgment zone. We don't judge these as good or bad. We judge them based on, is this something getting in my way at this time? Uh, or we discern it, uh, not judge it. Uh, but we, we, I encourage you uh, to be very, very vigilant that you don't uh, categorize things as somehow bad or that you've somehow failed at something or uh, some other negative connotation. Simply, this is getting in my way right now. It no longer serves me. Uh, it, uh, Please, please, Make that a discipline in yourself that you don't end up doing the cleanse exercise uh, from a place of judgment.
0: So with that reminder, we want to now invite you, we've been looking at how you can work on cleansing for yourself as an individual uh, and the ways that that supports you in your life and in your leadership of your life and perhaps the leadership of your work as well. We have said nothing yet about how this now applies into organizations. So we want to give you an opportunity to think about how you can take all of what you've learned in this practice of cleansing within yourself and apply it to organizations where you are working, where you're uh, being a leader, enacting your leadership in different ways. And the transitionary step is to also as you are doing this cleansing for yourself to journal what you have learned in the process of cleansing yourself so that you you personally can be at your peak performance in that journaling make note of the actual steps that you went through note when you felt yourself succeeding and what conditions were present for you to succeed Developing this clarity of what it looks like to succeed in this work uh, then lets you hold that and take that picture and perhaps some of that process into your work with organizations as well. Because only now is it possible to think about what you can do to engage in cleansing in your organization. You can draw parallels between what you learned about engaging and cleansing yourself and what could be helpful in organizations
1: going forward. That, uh, I really like that uh, we can begin with that look at the individual and from that lived experience we can go on to this look at cleansing with um, in terms of leadership with or in organizations. Um, and that just gives a night a really great way to anchor this growing your skillfulness with cleanse.
0: And that, that anchoring is what we want to leave you with as we look at cleansing inside of ourselves and inside of organizations, a fairly simple in its steps, but Uh, certainly potential for a lifelong journey of how you can work with cleansing in yourself and how you can begin figuring out how you want to apply that into the organizations that you're working with. We are coming to the end of our time for today and the things we wanted to be sharing with you. Birgit, as we get ready to wrap up, is there anything else that you want to share as some final words?
1: It is incredibly important if you uh, choose to undertake this um, business of cleanse as part of your regular practice for yourself and in your organizations. It's important to see it as a new, uh, maybe new, <laughs> but as a self-discipline as. Um, you put your attention to this subject, you develop greater and greater awareness of the importance of cleanse and of what needs to be cleansed from this vantage point of uh, wanting to be the best version of yourself that you can be and wanting the organization to be the best version of itself. It is not to be tackled from a project management standpoint of, okay, here's a goal, we're cleansed, we've arrived. It is rather to be approached uh, from the perspective of a discipline and uh, these the awareness raising. And I would invite you to imagine a group of people in an organization all being aware that to be the best that the whole group can be, the subject of cleanse is not to be avoided. And my last example here is again this example of when uh, groups of people, when organizations, teams make policies, they tend to add to the policy book or the procedure book and more and more without taking the time and the discipline to say as we add to things what do we need to let go of what is no longer serving us. So uh, that keeps the, the procedures and the policies relevant for this moment in time. That
0: one is such a a great one as a final tip of a place where you can be looking at in organizations, these policies and procedures and things. And it reminds me of um, not that long ago in our genuine contact organization, that we Removed because we discovered that they were no longer necessary, more than half of the operating givens for our organization. Because when we looked at them, the organization had transformed that much and it had been that long since we had last looked at them. So it was a powerful reminder for me of why it's important to be looking at those things constantly and maybe even making part of the process of developing new policies or um, other. You know, operating documents to be looking at what already exists that's being affected, and and what can we change, as, or remove as we are developing this new thing as part of the ongoing con- consciousness in the organization of cleansing, and what a simple way that can be to do that. So we are now coming to the end. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us in exploring this topic of cleansing for ourselves as individuals and in organizations before we go we want to give you the opportunity to click on that subscribe button and check out the next episodes to continue in your learning with us we'll make sure that as a subscriber you get these videos or uh, podcasts uh, in advance so that you are the first to be listening in